sleep, nutrition, stress. Those three uh, need to be absolutely on point. If they're not, and you're aware of that right now, and you're listening to this podcast, and your sleep has got out of whack, you're going to sleep at like 12 o'clock, um, you want to make sure you really start to focus on getting that in order and making sure that your routine is key. Hello and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Each week I host live Q&As where I present on a topic to help footballers and strength and conditioning coaches with practical knowledge. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel to receive a notification and never miss a live podcast. If you're a returning podcast listener and you love the show, please show support by rating the show. It goes a long way into helping us reach more listeners. Let's get into today's episode. Make sure to stick around to the very end as I provide a free AFL workout and power tip designed to give you confidence and an insight into what it takes to play AFL. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Today I'll be discussing everything you need to know when it comes to how to unravel the key AFL strength and conditioning principles to making sure your team is in peak shape for finals. Or for individual athletes listening out, making sure you're in peak shape. I we're discussing things like what does peak performance look like for those that haven't felt it, uh, fundamentals of strength and conditioning in the AFL. Um, we've got periodized training cycles for finals, whether you're in finals now or coming up in September, and the key to consistency in your strength and power program. And lastly, about elite lifestyle, how to live in a lifestyle that's going to be conducive to being your best at the point of the end of the year. Stick around to the end. I've got a free workout to improve your aerobic capacity. So for those that want to be able to run eight games better, or if you're in your off-season mode and you want to um, uh, attack your aerobic capacity over the off-season, got a fantastic work for you at the end. So wait to the end for that. And then for strength and conditioning coaches, our recent finding from the LinkedIn and Twitter poll. Um, both what is your favorite social media strategy as well as um, a favorite method for assessing athletes' readiness to compete, heart rate variability, subjective, counter-movement jump, or screening. So um, let's get straight into it. First, what does preparing for peak performance look like? Number one, you want to have a supportive team around you. So for those that aren't lucky enough to be in a NAB League team or a State League team like the VFL, and of course, at AFL club, um, then you won't have access to a sports dietitian, a sports psychologist, a uh, strength and conditioning coach, high performance coach, um, and, of, and, of, and you won't have access to um, as much recovery methods like massage therapists potentially at your club and physiotherapists as well from a um, rehab point of view um, and looking after your body. So you want to make sure you try and build your own support team around you with the budget that you can from a uh, sustainable point of view. So what does that look like? I would recommend having a strength conditioning coach and a key medical practitioner like a physiotherapist in your corner um, from now all the way through to hopefully grand final day. Um, really important that if you've already been following a program, you don't change the program. So stick fat. Uh, we don't want to be changing too much at this time of year. You just want to be doubling down on your program and making sure that you're not just going through the motions in August. Um, I'll talk about a little bit later with the strength and power program, but with your training to, to feel like you're going into your game fresh and only folks you at recovery who still want a training stimulus. So really important for peak performance, hard training is still very much relevant uh, during your week and also having a, a support team around you. 
big key uh, aspect of peak performance is your routine. So making sure you're really clear on what your routine looks like each day leading up towards game day. So that starts for the day host games. We played Saturday. Plus one is Sunday for that Saturday game. Plus two Monday and so forth. Plus three is Tuesday. So every day you want to have a clear focus and a routine that you tick off every day to ensure that you're preparing for the next training session. So for most of you play Saturday, it's probably going to be Tuesday. How can you maximize that you're going to be in the best place to train uh, well with quality on that Tuesday? Uh, And then ultimately, what are you doing Wednesday to make sure that you're ready for your main session of the week being on Thursday for that week so you're primed going into your game? We don't want to just flip into gear come finals. You want to start practicing now. So by the time that you hit finals, you're not changing anything. You know exactly what success looks like every day what works for you specifically uh, and what doesn't. Um, so you've got your tools there to lean on. Um, and that may change depending on what your week throws at you. If you've got a really demanding week at school with assignments and exams, what are, you, what are your tools that you use to cope with those um, stressful weeks? Uh, you may also have uh, a high demanding physical uh, week, house sports, club sport, um, and perhaps some extra training sessions at school uh, that are conflicting with your club football training. So what are you doing to mitigate the risk of injury, to make sure that you're well recovered for that week going into um, your game? So use every experience to prepare yourself so nothing's new, nothing catches you off surprise, and you've got things to lean on that you know work well for you come finals. So that routine is key. Have a reflection practice that could just simply be um, what worked well for you that week um particularly for the games that played that you played really well and you're happy with your performance and you feel like your preparation had something to do with that what did you change from the week prior um that you're going to continue in your routine um and conversely on the ones that the game didn't quite go well perhaps you had a start uh, you started slow and it took a while to get into the game um what did the week look like don't just look at the morning of that game think of that is the reason or then what you did the night before look at the whole week um, I think too often we can just look at, oh, what did I, I change my breakfast or uh, I didn't really warm up with as much intensity or I slept in. It's Those things do make an, an impact, but look at it as the bigger picture is what did, what did the whole week look like? How was it different to the week prior? Uh, and, and ultimately learn from those experiences as well. And then your preparation, like I said before, really maximizing every training session and make sure you got a clear focus on your game. So Tuesdays are lighter. Uh, more of a recovery-based session, make sure your skills are on point, you're really focusing on uh, hitting your kicks, your leading patterns, whatever is important for your game. And then on the Thursday, make sure you're bringing above match intensity to at least two drills so you're primed, prepared, and ready to perform that weekend. Next one's the fundamentals of strength and conditioning in the AFL. So typically for a training session, we'll have a uh, performance prep or some sort of routine where we're doing some mobility drills, running drills, light movement uh, to start with. So like some ground-based mobility, some foam rolling, um, and you're just working on waking the body up, essentially getting the body activated, hitting some good movement positions, some good angles that we're going to use on the field. Um, So things like releasing your hamstrings, your groins, your upper back, uh, your ankles. So make sure that everything feels good as you start to increase the intensity during the performance prep. And you might be doing some plyometrics to it on some explosive energy, elastic strength, 
Then we go into your on-field um, warm-up where we think working on things like your first three steps of acceleration, making sure we've got uh, good angles. Um, you're make, making sure that you're not um, you're, you're putting force into the ground appropriately, um, so you've got good mechanics, uh, and, and also working on your lateral speed, your agility, so some reactive components, getting the balls involved, the coaches involved, and working on your power cutting, your drop stepping, um, lateral shuffles, being able to swivel ahead quickly uh, and making sure that you're uh, really alert and going into your first football drill. So that walk on field should be high intensity in nature. Um, you might do some sprinting work in that main training session as well, so getting exposed to some max velocities using the center square, 50-meter space to hit some high speed. Uh, and then typically we're going to move into your football program um, and that's where we want to get majority of your running loads. So if those use GPS, majority of your running loads with a football involved. That's the key to AFL strength conditioning right now. So if you want to have that AFL experience and use it and you don't have access to a coach or you can't work with us um, for whatever reason, um, then make sure you apply these practices to your training during the week. And then from there, we individualize the strength and power work in the gym. Um, so using things like wellness, uh, heart rate variability, uh, checking in with the athlete, how are they feeling, how have they pulled up from the game, uh, working closely with the medical team, specifically physios on how they screening on the bed um, and, and how's their body um, moving, what's their mobility like to adjust their loads in the gym and on the field. We also want to maintain good chronic exposure because that's insurance, that's a vaccine to preventing for soft tissue injuries like hamstrings. Uh, groin injuries, calf injuries. So this time of year isn't the time we want to drop off. As an AFL strength industry coach, we're focused on making sure we're maintaining good chronic exposure for surf for some that perhaps didn't play as much game time or they didn't their their loads during training due to their mindset, whatever it is, is dropping off. We want to make sure we're getting them some extra top up conditioning to ensure that they've kept their chronic load, which is just their four week average. Um, of distance and high speed and sprint distance in a in a good spot to make sure come finals they're ready for whatever comes at them. So uh, maintaining uh, enough workload is also really really important. We don't want to just always be stripping workload off the athletes because in a couple of weeks' time their base is going to be reduced and therefore you're putting them at risk of having a spike in a potential game or a, or a really demanding game week. Uh, which typically finals, you're going to pick up your intensity and you're going to pick up your running loads. So we want to prepare for that for August. Moving into uh, periodizing training cycle for finals, um, this is where we want to focus on two key areas. As strength and conditioning coaches, we want to make sure we're maximizing intensity. So the intensity of the football program, the intensity of the athletes are attacking everything that we're doing from warm-up to agility to speed run-throughs, um, we want to make sure there's real purpose to everything that we're doing. Um, so intensity is key because we're working on a mantra of, generally speaking, minimum effective dose for the athletes. So it's not the time of year where we're just going to be putting in um, extra uh, long-term athlete development um, focuses for players. Typically, it's going to be all about what does that athlete need to make sure that we're going to be about pair well for this week, but also for the weeks to come for this current season. So everything that we're doing is for the now. Uh, we're not so much focusing on doing things for um, three years down the track. So we want to make sure we're getting that minimum effective dose because if we over-prescribe our load, we're going to elicit more fatigue on that system 
and that's going to um, reduce your ability to perform uh, in that current game. So we want to make sure we're getting that prescription right. Um, so intensity is key. Make sure we're getting high intensity because naturally the volume of our workload is going to be slightly down um, during the week to be able to manage the intensity of the game of finals on the weekend. So um, being really deliberate with our uh, on-field prescription, being really deliberate with our in-gym work, it's from a strengthening and which you're going to our next topic of consistency of the strength program. It's not the time to necessarily play around with progressions and regressions of an exercise. Um, we, we want to have um, definitely change to the program uh, and you might be in a block now for another couple of weeks and at the end of August, um, perhaps there's a bye week in between your home and away season and your season. That's where we bring in a new program and we stick with that program for the whole finals campaign because what we want is familiarization. Uh, the body's going to be really efficient at adapting from those exercises, those movement patterns. Whereas if you're throwing new exercises at the athlete all the time, you're constantly getting, getting delayed muscle soreness, which is part of the fatigue system. Your body's also going to be doing um, potentially less quality of movement reps as you're having that learning effect the first couple of sets of that exercise. Whereas if you've been doing that exercise, you've been coached that exercise, you, the athlete knows what success looks like. The coaches are familiar with it. They know how to cue it for that athlete. It's familiar for everyone, the whole environment. You're going to get better intensity, better quality movement, and you're going to be pulling up. The athletes will be pulling up better for it. So um, make sure that you're really deliberate with the exercise that you're using. The athletes are familiar with it, and um, this uh, there's change, but there's not a lot of change. Like I said, you might be in a block now, and then you go through a new block for that finals campaign, and you stick with it. Last one, uh, elite lifestyle. So the big three, I harp about this all the time and I've done specific podcasts uh, on and presentations for in our academy membership on sleep, nutrition, stress. Those three uh, need to be absolutely on point. If they're not and you're aware of that right now and you're listening to this podcast and your sleep has got out of whack, you're going to sleep at like 12 o'clock, um, you want to make sure you really start to focus on getting that in order and making sure that your routine is key. There's lots of research out there. Um, there's lots of tips out there on how to improve your sleep hygiene. So check those out. If you're listening to podcasts, search for sleep uh, on a podcast. You can listen to it that way on YouTube. Um, no doubt some of our AFL um, educational content will come up. From a nutrition perspective, the basics are key. So making sure you're eating healthy food. Um, the source of that food, where you're getting it from, is of the highest quality that you can afford, uh, and it's fresh, uh, and you enjoy eating food as well. Um, so making sure your nutrition is down pat, and then from a stress point of view, making sure that whatever your st life stresses are, you have coping strategies to be able to manage them, so that's not um, burning your mental energy. Um, so if you're feeling like you're getting to training sessions, and you're finding it hard to concentrate, you're moody, you're not enjoying the training, look at um, what are some life stresses uh, that are taking away from that focus. Uh, it might be assignments that are due, like I said, it might be um, some relationship issues, could be people you hang around with outside of your sport, Is it, it's not um, supportive of your um, training regime. So think about the top five people that you're hanging around with, uh, is that causing stress? Um, we want to make sure that everything is in order. If you want to have peak performance, Everything needs to be in check to be able to maximize that. So ultimately, every day you should be waking up and uh, excited to get out of bed and having fun with what you're doing. And if you're not, then look at um, what's your environment, 
what's your sleep, what's your stress, what's what's your nutrition, um, and what can you do to control those controllables. Uh, and in saying that, there's going to be some days that you know are just naturally going to be challenging, uh, and there's a roller coaster with it. Uh, expect those um, those your biggest learnings are from those challenges. But for majority of the time, I want to make sure you, especially early on in your career, you're excited about the day, you're excited about what's in front of you and you, you're enjoying the process because that's probably more important than all these tips combined you know, is make sure you're having fun. So that's it for for a formula of how to apply an AFL strength and conditioning process to any level of football that you're playing. Um, as I mentioned there, there's no um, technology in there that you can't afford. There's no resource that you can't have access to. They're all things that you can focus on and make tweaks to now in August um, to make sure come September you play the best finals campaign you've ever played. So I'd love to hear about some changes that you made for this podcast. If you could direct message me, that would be fantastic. See who's applying uh, the content uh, and how you found uh, and what changes you made as well from applying the content. That would be fantastic. Just email me at, or, or sorry, direct message me at Prayer Like a Pro on Instagram or TikTok. I'm moving into the podcast this week. We have Blair Mills at 4 p.m. on this Wednesday, so make sure to tune in for that one. Brendan Parsons' episode will be released on the on our podcast platform, The Strength and Power Coach of the Gold Coast Titans, and our bite-sized episode for the week is with Dean Philippoulos. He's the reconditioning rehab coach at the Collin Football Club. Uh, I hosted that interview a couple of years ago, so we're releasing 10 minutes of highlights from that episode. If you love it, check out Dean Philippoulos on our podcast for the full interview. Shout out to the DGR podcast. Uh, Selwyn Griffith, my manager and high-performance manager at Melbourne Demons, recommend this one. I've listened to it twice in the last four days. It's fantastic with Alan Murdoch, specifically focused on accelerated return to play and the importance of coordination-based training. Um, so highly recommend you check it out. The DGR podcast uh, with David Gray interviewing Alan Murdoch. If you work in the rehab space, you'll absolutely love uh, this highly detailed thorough uh, interview um, and how Alan breaks it down. He's also got an eight-week coaching course that I'm inquiring about and would love to get involved in that mentorship. So um, check out that podcast and check out Alan Murdoch's work. It's good to get him on the radar. Um, poll for this week, we had 25% of people who you were on LinkedIn use Twitter as their main um, social media strategy. 71% were Instagram and a couple of percent were other, 0% for Facebook. Uh, on LinkedIn, it was 0% Twitter, 50% Instagram, and 50% LinkedIn. Um, the post for this week, that's the least amount of posts for any poll that I've ever done as well. So it's clearly not a popular topic, so I don't think I'll be posting that poll again. Um, but moving on to this week, it's going to be which method do you find most effective for assessing athlete readiness to compete? The four options I'll put on our LinkedIn and Twitter for this poll will be heart rate variability, subjective wellness and asking the players um, how they're feeling, uh, so the athlete intuition and uh, body intelligence, counter movement jump or any form of force play testing and screening typically done with the physiotherapist movement screening based movements, uh, so your force frame testing, nor board uh, and mobility tests. Love to get you involved in that one, so please look check me out on LinkedIn, Jack McLean, or Papel on Twitter to contribute to that poll. I'll post it this. Um, so if you listen to the podcast, I'll, I'll post it um, on Saturday. Um, and then for those that are listening into the live, that's in two days' time. 
aerobic capacity. So the workout for this week that I promised, uh, you need to have a 2K time trial or a six-minute test. So you need to know your maximum aerobic speed for this test, which is just simply knowing the average speed you move at for a test that goes between six and 10 minutes. Um, once you've got that speed, you're going to run 200 meters at your MAS pace. So for someone that's run a six minute 30, that's 5.1 meters per second, which works out to be 39 seconds. All right, so you're going to run the first 239 seconds. Then you're going to do a, a so that's quite a high speed run. Then you're going to do a, a slower run uh, for 200 meters. So it's a 400 meter effort in total. So you run the second 200, that float uh, at 80% of your maximum aerobic speed. So for someone with a six minute 30 pace, that's 48 seconds. And then we're going to go every two minutes. So pretty challenging workout, aerobic endurance workout. Um, I like to program four to five sets of that. So it's about eight, 10 minutes of work. Uh, average heart rate will be right in that zone where we want. Um, you'll get some exposure above 90% of heart rate depending on where you are in with your session. Typically, I program this work at the end of the football session. Um, so we get good exposure um, of 90% max heart rate, um, but also a great opportunity to work on uh, rhythm running uh, under some fatigue. So give that a go and let me know how you find it. Um, thank you for everyone that's tuned into this live chat. Looking forward to seeing you with our episode with Blair Mills this Wednesday at 4 p.m. Thank you for tuning in. Hi, I'm Jack McLean, an AFL football strength conditioning coach, and I want to introduce you to the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Our academy is a subscription-based platform where you can sign up to be a part of our community. If you get to the end of each episode of the podcast and are hungry for more, this is for you. Designed for aspiring AFL athletes and staff, you'll receive heaps of bonus weekly content, learn who the guests are in advance, and submit questions. Access to our Facebook group with Jack and other Prepare Like a Pro coaches. You'll be able to receive merchandise, program discounts, and freebies and get free access to our live events, exercise technique database, and much more. This is a great way for you to support the podcast, and it helps me with production and release of epic content for you guys each week. Your contribution goes a long way in making Prepare Like a Pro community possible, and just for $5 a week, you'll have access to all of this special content released on our Academy forums. There's no lock-in, and you can cancel absolutely any time.